0: Field. Welcome to Nick McDevitt Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative, and your trusted energy advisor. Our coverage is also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, and by Descension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Be part of the show by emailing your questions to radio at Now, here is your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. The
1: Boulevard here on the corner of Middle Tennessee and East Main, and welcome into Nick McDevitt Live tonight, our show brought to you by the Boulevard, one of the best sports bars in Murfreesboro. Be sure and stop by anytime. Great lunch, great dinner, and great before and after the game. And Coach uh, Nick McDevitt, uh, joins us here tonight, and coach, busy week, busy week coming
2: up. That's it, Uh, it was a good win last night, and uh, our guys had a day off today, we'll get back at it tomorrow and uh, prepare for Marshall, and uh, on Friday get ready for uh, the guys of Western Kentucky. That's right, Middle Tennessee's win last night over
1: the uh, UTEP Miners, the 15th straight home win at the Glass House that uh, marks the fourth longest in program history and is currently the longest home winning streak of any school in Conference USA. So that's a lot of excitement and um, and I'm telling you, the, the atmosphere uh, inside Murphy Center last night, I'll tell you, it got, it got juiced up in there for a while.
2: It, it did get juiced up in there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> As and, and some folks here you, in the front row would you, would laugh like, a little bit, would you
1: like to expand on that a little? Uh, you can. Well, you can. It, it was, it was, <laughs> it was interesting. I mean, and the thing is, you've had you've had two or three really really good student crowds in a row, and 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 they, you know, when they're there, they make all the difference in the world. You know,
2: yeah. All jokes aside, it was it was great just having that that uh, that uh, excitement, that energy back in the building. Um, you know it, it, you could definitely hear them and uh, our, our players feed off of it uh, shoot I do too so it, it was it was great and it with, was great
1: yep and with last night's win as well Middle Tennessee remains on top in the eastern division of Conference USA with an overall record of 20 and 7 and 11 and 3 in Conference USA and and uh, you know when you guys play so many games now. You're up over 30 regular season games. But still, that 20 win mark, that means something. And as we were – when we were all growing up, when somebody won 20, you're an elite company. And, uh, and and this team has done everything it's needed to do to deserve where they are with that, that, that win that gives them number 20.
2: Yeah, it's a big number. You know, anytime you can uh – you know, get to 20, you've had to beat a lot of quality opponents, uh, particularly in your league. Uh, those are the m- important games. You can't get to 20 and be okay uh, in, in league play. So uh, we say all the time, if you want to win your your, your league, you've got to win all your home games. And I think that's, uh, again, where we've been really good is uh, winning our home games and find a way to steal some on the road. We did that at FIU and FAU. And uh, now we got a big week ahead with uh, the UTEP game behind us and, and two more big ones this week. Yep, absolutely. And we'll, we'll talk about all three games that have been
1: played. We have a uh, special guest, as always. Uh, it will not be Mrs. McDevitt tonight. Uh, she she came on last week on Valentine's Day. We had a great time. But Donovan Sims, uh, he will be on here with us in just a <laughs> few minutes. And we'll be talking about uh, his career at Middle Tennessee and this team and what, what lies ahead. But uh, – Uh, One of the other things we talked about, we talk about all these these numbers and where things are. I mean, 15 straight home wins, 20 wins overall. Uh, Then there are other matrix or metrics that uh, are looked at uh, as teams come down the stretch. Ken Palm is one, you've got the net rankings, which is what the NCAA goes by. And you've now gotten yourself into the top 100 in those, which that's another big step along the way.
2: Yeah, it's just a, another metric that kind of measures, tries to measure, uh, you know, how you compare to other teams. Obviously, not everybody plays everybody, so Correct. it's a, it's a, a, a tool that the a lot of folks, particularly the NCAA tournament selection committee, uh, will use to try to compare how you've done versus how somebody else has done in in a different league or perhaps also a different level. And um, you know, we're we're you know really in that top third or. Uh, top 30% in the country, and, uh, you know, we've, we've got a lot of ball left, but there's some really good teams in this league that are up there as well. You look at the, the top 125 or top 150, and uh, there's several teams in this league, UAB, uh, North Texas, us, La Tech, Florida Atlantic, Western Kentucky, uh, that are all in that upper echelon. Yep,
1: and uh, right now, the uh, looking at where the standings are, mentioned that Middle Tennessee is in first place at 11-3 and three in the east, Lurking there at number two at nine and six is Western Kentucky, Florida Atlantic eight and six, Charlotte seven and seven, FIU five and nine, Old Dominion is five and nine, and Marshall four and 11. They will be here on Thursday night. Uh, Conference USA Western Division, North Texas, uh, they knocked off uh, uh, UAB on on Saturday in Birmingham, and uh, they're now 13 and one, UAB 10 and four. Louisiana Tech also 10 and four, who UTEP had beaten on Saturday. UTEP is at nine and six. Rice six and eight. UTSA is two and thirteen and Southern Miss is at one and thirteen. And when you look at those those teams that, that are 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 bubbling right around the top on both sides, it's gonna make for a terrific if not uh, terrific for fans, difficult for coaches and players. Man, Conference
2: tournament in two weeks. There's no doubt about it. You know, I was, uh, we, we were talking the other day that one of the potential quarterfinal matchups, if, if the tournament ended uh, that day, this was two or three days ago, would have been UAB versus Western. And wow. that, it would have been UAB's first game, Western's second game, had they won their, their first uh, game versus a, a winner of a 6-7 game. And uh, that, that's, a, that's a tough draw right there, uh, no matter who you're talking about. it in, in the quarterfinal round, uh, you're talking about the, the loser of that game, and you're talking about two really good teams, uh, the loser of that game going home early. And uh, that's, that's just the nature of this league. It's, it's deep this year. There are a lot of really good teams that can go down to Frisco and win it.
1: Yep. Now, the, the format has changed just a little bit, and in that finishing first or second is a huge thing because you get a double bye and don't play until Thursday,
2: correct? That is correct. Uh, if you finish sixth or seventh, you have to win five games in five days. If you finish third, fourth, or fifth, you have to win four games in four days. But if you finish one or two, you really get a double bye. And so you're already to the quarterfinals and you have to win three games, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, the, the first round on Tuesday is six versus seven on the same side. So, the six in the east plays the seven in the east. Six in the west plays seven in the west. They, they, uh, but in the winter, into... now you start cross-bracketing. Now, the winner of that game, six, seven in the east would play the three in the west. Uh, four in the west plays five in the east. And one and two on both sides get buys all the way to the quarterfinals. And that's why I said a minute ago, you, you look at somebody like uh, uh, a, <clears throat> a uh, western could be the two seed on our side in the East, and and in the quarterfinals end up playing a three in the West. Well, that could end up being it's going to be UAB or La Tech, the way it looks right now. Yeah, either way, that's and no bargain. My goodness, that's yeah, a, that's a tough, that's a tough uh, quarterfinal game right there.
1: That's right, and, and just to think, put it in perspective, it, the conference tournament starts two weeks from tonight.
2: Today, two yeah. weeks from today, and, it uh, starts,
1: and that'll that'll Man, be, that'll make your hands sweat. And hurt, I know, won't it? it's right, and you've still got four games left to play. Uh, and, uh, and, and a long road trip uh, from time as, as well as distance next week. So the way the schedule falls, you know, it, it, it worked out where the games that you missed early have fallen at home later in the season when you ended up with two three-game homestands. But now you have next week, and I'm not sure who did this scheduling, but everybody. everybody's playing <laughs> on Wednesday and Saturday, which means you have to leave on Tuesday, and you will get home Saturday night because every game is a Saturday afternoon game. But that's a long trip, and then you'll turn around and leave here, possibly on, it could be Monday, but probably you know Tuesday to get down uh, for for what's going on in Frisco. That's that's a that's a lot of nights in hotel beds, especially since you were going to be there all the way through Saturday night and into Sunday. If Correct? you Correct. If, That's positive if, thinking, there, Coach.
2: Well, if you're a six or seven, uh, <laughs> if you are a six or seven seed, you know you're going to play on Tuesday, right? Uh, you, you at at the latest, you need to travel down on Monday. Some may leave on Sunday. Well, to your point, if you're playing on Wednesday, Saturday, the week before, you're gone from Tuesday. If you're the road team, you're gone from Tuesday to at best Saturday night. Well, you could turn around and sleep one night in your bed and on Sunday head to Frisco uh, because you're going to get there late and have one day, full day, a Monday, and then play on Tuesday. Uh, or just get one full day. You leave on Monday because you play first thing on Wednesday. And if you advance in that tournament, you're talking about almost a ten-day stretch where you were home for one day. And uh, so it, it's tough with, with looking at uh, – the way our regular season has uh, – you know, our, our games have, have come along with UTEP and UTSA being put kind of in the middle of the, these weeks. Uh, what is – definitely it's a tough stretch in terms of the, the, the wear on your body. Uh, but I think it's also kind of – we we've been able to use it really as a positive, I think, because it's it's gotten us kind of into a, a playing rhythm uh, that, that – kind of cadence, if you will, yeah, play, where, prepare, that, play, play, prepare, prepare and, yeah. and, and it's, it's tight, uh, but the tournament obviously is tight. You're playing the very next day, so uh, I think it could, hopefully it'll prove, prove itself to be an advantage for us. Yep. Nick McDevitt Live tonight brought
1: to you in part by Bud Light. They proudly welcome fans back to Murphy Center. This year, Bud Light is for the fans. We'll be back to the Boulevard after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
3: At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from our farms to our stores. And pick and pack every blue, razz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because
0: we believe in treating your food the same way we'd want ours to be treated. It's the golden rule, only for like fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. We're fresh every day, so shop
3: anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions
0: may apply. Welcome back to Smooth 92.2. I'm Dr. Love, and I want to hear the secret to your romantic success. We've got Brian on the line. Bright guy, what'd you do? Well, I wanted to spice things up, so I surprised my wife with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Ooh, and did those work, Brian? You know they did, Dr. Love. It doesn't take a relationship expert to know you can't go wrong with February instant games. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: Welcome back into the boulevard for Nick McDevitt Live tonight, brought to you in part by the Murfreesboro Post. Pick one up around town every Monday or log on to MurfreesboroPost.com anytime. And Coach, the Florida trip uh, is always interesting, and uh, the, their teams are always uh, the, at FIU and FAU. Uh, sometimes you're not quite sure what you're going to get. the 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 atmosphere is always a little bit different in South Florida than what you're used to, and uh, and and FIU and FAU uh, this year uh, both have teams that are that are very competitive and hard to prepare for.
2: They are, uh, you know, and FIU is kind of a place that there are multiple places like this that you go to that, and this isn't a knock on on them or their program. Uh, they're they're their their team their players their team uh it's better than really the the facility or the field uh if if that makes sense like you can go in there and and it isn't the the Taj Mahal and and uh there may not be 16,000 people there to get the juices going uh but that team is good and their players are good and and sometimes you can go in there and you're you're kind of sleepy the way you're playing uh because there there may be 800 people there and and uh, you know, it, it's not got all the bells and whistles that you know some of the other places, particularly in our league, that that has. You know, from the jumbotrons and the lights, and then your your pregame warmups or are, are, the place is loud and it's rocking. Yeah. And and you can go there, and all of a sudden, a good team boxes you in the nose uh, before you're awake, and and now you got a hard time winning. Yeah, I tell you, FIU had one of
1: the bigger student crowds that I've I've seen down there. And uh, and and they had a team that, that stayed after you all night. You were up 37-33 at halftime and closed it out with a 71-65 win. And you know that night you had uh, you, on both games on the trip and all year you've had balanced scoring. But Josh Jefferson had 15 and Eli Lawrence had 14. Uh, DeAndre Dishman had double figure rebounds with 10 and and everybody else contributed. But uh, when you and I talked after the game. Eli, the shot he made was a, was a game changer that uh, – one of, one of the shots that he made that really kind of
2: turned the momentum toward you guys for the remainder of the night. You're talking about the, in the FIU game? Yes. Yeah, the, I thought, uh, you know, interestingly enough, I thought he, he made uh, a, a big one in both games. He did. You know, the, the one at the, the – really to the left of the top of the key in the FAU game. Uh, was one that kind of turned what had been a three- or four-point game. It's three- or four the whole time. It just seemed like we kept answering each other basket for basket. We got an offensive rebound. I think it was Dish that kicked it out to Donovan, who one moreed it over to Eli that made it a seven-point game. And I felt like it just stayed six, seven, eight points the rest of the game. I, I thought that was a, a big basket. He made one at FIU. Uh, you know, sometimes it's not just the the, the – the quantity, but it's it's the timing. It's, it's that, that big shot at the big moment that you need. And uh, he, he, he made a couple on that road trip.
1: Yeah, he did. And FIU, I mean, they've got a really good player named Tevin Brewer, and they've got a guy uh, coming off the bench, Denver Jones, who is kind of their Vinnie Johnson. He's their microwave and gets them heated up, and, and the crowd knows him. I mean, half the crowd, they had signs – Denver Jones, a guy coming off the bench, and they and when and he he's comes in, freshman. you better be ready. And yeah. he's a freshman.
2: Yeah, I mean, you you, you better get used to him because he's he's good. He can really score the ball. He's aggressive. He's really good in transition, which fits the the uh, coach's playing style. So uh, he he's a good player. He's he's one of their uh, best players. He doesn't start, but uh, to your point, I they, they may be doing that just so they got a little bit of scoring coming off the bench. Yeah, and, but and he's he's a starter quality player. Yeah, he
1: absolutely is. Middle wins. At 71-65 on Thursday night. You traveled up the coast on on Friday, got a practice in on Saturday. Again, prepare, play, prepare, play. And then you go to FAU, who has been one of the best offensive teams in the league. And, and that one, you know, it, it, I mean, you, that's, that was concerning playing them on the road because they'd been drawing super well, but they had lost on Thursday night. And you're kind of curious, okay, what are you going to get? Are you They lost to, in
2: a battle. They lost uh, in a, a battle North with, with North
1: Texas, 54-51, something like that. Yep. And, you, okay, what are you going to get? Are you going to get the deflated team that had been rolling at home or are you going to get the really mad team who's trying to bounce back after? We got the mad team. You got
2: the mad team. Which is okay. That's, that's what you want. I mean, that, that's what you should expect uh, from an a upper echelon team in this league that – uh, they got some pride about them. Uh, they they still at that point clearly had, uh, and they still do, uh, plenty to play for. But in, in that game, uh, had they won uh, instead of us, then then the the conference standings get real real tight. Obviously, we have the tiebreaker over them now, having swept them. But uh, had they won the game, there is no tiebreaker uh, in in the head to head, and they're a half game behind us instead of what ended up being two and a half. So. Uh, it was it was a really, really big win. Yeah, the, you know, every game counts as one game, but some are a little bit bigger than others And that one. When that you're one fighting was, somebody yeah. for position and now you're playing head-to-head, uh, you're not watching the scoreboard to see did they lose when we won or did they win and we won and now we just kept pace with each other. You're looking right across the court at, at who you're, you're yeah. running that race with.
1: Well, I mean, you went through the first half of the Eastern Division and had beaten everybody in the East once. So now, every time you beat somebody else in the East a second time, that really gives you a leg up uh, when it comes to tiebreakers, things like that. When when they get to start to seed the tournament, so uh, the the FAU game was 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 big. They have uh, Elijah Martin just shot the ball really well, had twenty two, uh, but but Josh Jefferson had one of those nights when Josh got going, and you said, "Boy, here he's going to have one <laughs> of those,"
2: and he sure did. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah, it's nice to have multiple guys that can do that. Uh, you know, Josh Jefferson's uh, done it before. Eli Lawrence has had big nights. The guy we'll talk to here a little bit later, Don Sims, has had multiple big nights over his career. I just think it, it, it makes you harder to guard. You just can't say this is the only guy that can really put it in the bucket for him. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he got going that night. and. Uh, that was that was big for us. That
1: was an an interesting game there in in the in and an this,
2: interesting trip. A
1: very interesting
2: when, trip. When you started out with no luggage.
1: Yeah, that's right. We forgot about that. We uh, we when we got there Wednesday, uh, about twenty of our bags. We
2: had about thirty five check bags and about twelve showed up. Yeah, and uh, so we we landed FIU uh At about three o'clock in the afternoon, yeah, and we had nothing. We had no practice gear, no game gear, no tape, no, no nothing, I no mean, radio it, equipment, no radio, well, yeah, you <laughs> remember that, yes, yeah. we had nothing, and so uh, we ended up, what was scheduled to be a, a 5.30, 6 o'clock in the afternoon, early evening practice, we ended up having to short practice to about a 45-minute quickie from 9 to 9.45 at night because we had to go back over to the airport once they, the bags finally showed up on a, another flight. And uh, we're getting dressed and taped on the bus on the way over. You know, Reese is taping ankles and guys are laying across the, the, the chairs uh, trying to get taped on the way to the arena to prepare for for FIU the next day. Yeah, when we and went so back over there, the s- we had a forty-five minute walk-through at nine o'clock at night uh, was our only practice for it because the bags didn't show up.
1: Yeah, and that, yeah, that was on Wednesday, and uh, and I was having visions of you guys playing wearing <laughs> FIU practice gear and me yeah. calling the game on a cell phone. But it worked out. We got we got everything and and got through there, and then uh, and then the the FAU game gets started and the unusualness of it was there were 16 fouls called in the first eight minutes of that one. Very hard to kind of figure. What did it up? 49
2: fouls, 47 fouls for the game? 50 free throws. 50 free throws. Um, It it, it was just hard to ever get a rhythm. You know, two really good teams, uh, you know, first and second place uh, in the East playing each other, and neither team – Really got a chance to get in the flow, and that doesn't mean that the game was called uh, unfavorably for either team. It the, the, never you know, felt the, like
1: the floor was n- tilted one way no, or the other. No, it, because it just
2: because both of, both you and Dusty May had furrowed brows. During <laughs> well, the they they called it tight. Yeah. They did. They called it tight, and uh, really, neither team did a very good job adjusting. Uh, Both teams were still amped up, playing hard, playing aggressive. Uh, The officials were calling the game pretty tight. And so the the fouls just kept accumulating. And uh, oddly enough, nobody had a a player foul out. Nobody fouled out. Uh, (laughs) 50-some free throws and 48 fouls, 49 fouls.
1: But nobody fouled out of the game. Nope, they didn't. And the Raiders win it by a score of 87-79, a big one there in Boca. And uh, that swept the Florida road trip and brought the Raiders home for a big game with UTEP on Monday night. And we'll talk about that game after we take a break. Step away here at the Boulevard. It's Nick McDevitt live on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
5: Get your ice cold Bud Light. Bud Light sounds to here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now hip.
0: Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery.
3: Give me two, bags coming
0: at you. It's a little short. Ow, sorry. You know what? I'm just gonna walk them over to you.
3: Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy your response. Heiser Bush Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer, IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Ticket Smarter is glad we are back to holding live events. If you are looking to buy tickets to the best sports, concerts, and theater events all at the very best price, look no further than ticketsmarter.com or on the app. Buying tickets at Ticket Smarter will help support children in need. For every ticket transaction on Ticket Smarter, $1 will be donated to a children's charity. Ticket Smarter is proud to be the official ticketing partner of MTSU Athletics. Ticket Smarter, a smarter way to buy tickets.
5: Hey, Blue Raiders fans. The Mint Gaming
3: Hall at Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Win yourself a BMW 228i this winter in a drive-to-win promotion. Earn entries daily and qualify on Fridays. Check out themintgaming.com for all the details. Get your big hit today.
0: You are listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: Welcome back into the Boulevard tonight. Middle Tennessee basketball is the subject with Coach Nick McDevitt as the Blue Raiders get set to uh, play at home on Thursday and Saturday against the uh, thundering herd of Marshall. But uh, Coach, you, you swept the Florida trip, set you up for a home game with UTEP. It was the second of the two makeup games. This game had been scheduled for New Year's Day, and uh, ended up last night. And and uh, you know, as the as the conference season had gone along, it was you know you kept you look at the standings and you see UTEP just keeps winning, and they they go to Louisiana Tech and they win. Sule Boom was the leading score in the conference, and it's like, oh my gosh. You know, were we better off playing them then, or, or better off <laughs> playing them now? But you end up having to, having to play them. But Joe Golding, who kind of orchestrated the Abilene Christian uh, NCAA tournament run a couple of years ago, is the new head coach at UTep and does a really good job with them. But but uh, talk a little bit uh, about your preparation for that matchup because they do have between Boom and uh, Be Enemy two really good scores. Be Enemy, by the way, is. Eric B enemy's nephew the uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator. So anyway, the, the, those two Call guys a lot of running back. Yeah, those, yeah, those two guys uh, the Killer Bees uh, were, were were tough to prepare for.
2: Yeah, they they play hard. You know, Joe Golden has uh, he's a really good coach and his he demands his team's play hard. You look back at what uh, his guys did at ACU and uh, they they were really good defensively and that's what he's got his guys doing. Uh, this year at UTEP, and that, that's they play hard and uh, they're physical defensively. They're really disruptive on that end of the floor. And as you mentioned, they got two guys that are basically averaging twenty apiece. piece. Uh, Booms averaging twenty, and enemies averaging eighteen. And anytime you're averaging that, obviously you're going to have nights where you're thirty plus. And both of those two young men have had multiple games where they scored over thirty this year. And so when when you got a backcourt that can explode like that, uh, you're you're catching those two guys on the wrong night away from getting beat. And so you really got to guard them. And and they're going to take the bulk of the shots. It's not quite to the level as Javon Jackson, Keaton Wallace at UTSA over the past couple of years, uh, but they are going to get the bulk of the shots. And uh, so if, if they're unguarded, uncontested shots, Boom and the enemy are going to get 30. And so you've really got to do the job on them defensively. And I thought our guys were locked in. Anytime you can hold a team like that to under 60, you've done a well of a job on the defensive end of the floor. Yeah,
1: the uh, Blue Raiders win it 77 to to 59. And and it it seems like, you know, Boom is one of those guys where
2: every time it, it leaves his hands, it looks like it's going in. He, he looks like he's comfortable all the time. Even yeah. when you've got guys that are all over him, all up on him, uh, he, he doesn't look like he's rattled by it. And uh, he probably isn't. I mean, he's an older player. He's a he's an older guy. I mean, uh, that's what you expect from uh, upperclassmen. And he's that. Man, he can really get it going. He looks comfortable on that floor. Uh, he, he's, uh, he and the enemy are the two guys that make that team go. Yep. Well,
1: this game is also had – some interesting moments in it. Uh, early on, you, you you had a little uh, excitement, and uh, <laughs> T. Leonard had a little excitement. A little bit later, kind of explain to folks what there because where those calls came from on the on those technical fouls. Uh,
2: there, there's a new there's a, a an emphasis now with um, I guess really it's dunks uh, after dunks. You see a lot of tapping the head on you know uh, guys will tap the top of their head basically to say I I dunked on your head you're too small you know that kind (laughs) of a a, a, it's a gesture without saying it and now the the officials over about the last week or so have now made that a point of emphasis and it's an automatic technical and uh, so there there are just things like that that uh, I I guess some the powers that be want to try to take that out of the game yeah Uh, I think it's a hard thing to – whether you like it or not, uh, I think it's debatable. But to switch it midstream I think is really difficult for players to get used to. Uh, if you've got an offseason to try to get used to that, you can't do that anymore. That's one thing. Uh, but, you know, when, when guys are, you know, doing this after they're dunking on somebody for, for three months, November, December, January, uh, and it's okay, and now all of a sudden in February it starts getting teed up. Uh, that, that's a, man, that's a hard adjustment when, when you've been doing that for a long time, and now it's an automatic technical. Uh, is that in response a little bit to some other things that have happened nationally, whether it's what happened after the Wisconsin-Michigan game the other night? I don't know, uh, but, you know, I, I, you you want players to respect their opponent, respect the game uh but also be allowed to have fun out there too yep. and that's a fine line you know there, there's there's going overboard with taunting there's being unsportsmanlike uh but i think there's also uh trying to take too much fun out of the game i mean you're talking about 18 to 22 year olds they they they're they're having fun they're, they're playing a the game they're, they're not trying to necessarily show somebody up i mean the, these guys have Played high school basketball against each yeah. other, AAU basketball against each other. Now they're playing college basketball against each other. They they've seen it, they've done it. Well, I'll tell you that it's play got, their first rodeo, yeah, and,
1: and that play got everybody excited because T blocks the shot on one end, sweeps around the outside, gives it gives it this. He goes up, and sure enough, he's got ups anyway, and got the dunk and uh, and uh, it, it that play and uh, it, it all lit the crowd up and. And, uh, and and we'll we'll end it uh, with this. Is <laughs> yes, that, I
2: got a little riled uh, up. You, myself. you got
1: excited, but no, I I, and I wasn't going that way. But it, it's just that the uh, the student crowd and, and, and the crowd in general has just been very good and supportive, and this team kind of rode the wave of them to get the seventy seven fifty nine win.
2: Man, and when when Boom went to the free throw line to shoot the the technical free throw, man, that. That was great, the yeah. crowd. I mean, really, the, 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 the level that they were wanting him to miss that free throw and the, the, the cheers, the boos, uh, that, that's what uh, Murphy Center and that glass house is all about okay. right there, just right. making it a tough place to come play.
1: It is, and we want to make it a tough place to play on Thursday night. No when, doubt. And also on Saturday, Marshall on Thursday, Western Kentucky on Saturday. We'll take a timeout and be back with Donovan Sims as you listen to Nick McDevitt live on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
5: Huh? Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives.
2: Nothing helps you achieve your property goals faster than getting the right tractor for the job from TriGreen Equipment. Build your own and get the attachments you need for the perfect tractor package to conquer your land. Right now, get tried and true John Deere reliability with $1,000 off plus 0% financing for 72 months on the three series compact utility tractors. Visit us in store or online at TriGreenEquipment.com to
0: learn more. Offer ends 5 some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
1: Welcome back into the Boulevard tonight. Here, just across from the MTSU campus, and proud to have uh, one of the all-time good guys in a Blue Raider uniform, Donovan Sims, Murfreesboro's own. He is our special guest here this evening, and uh, you know when when the when Coach McDevitt. And them came in. I was already used to calling you Donovan. Yeah. And they called you Don. Yeah. So and big I've, difference. And I've still called you Donovan <laughs> the whole time. I hope that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. So, um, you know, the, your senior year, uh, every player wants their senior year to be something special and magical. Uh, and how special and magical has it been to this point?
4: Oh, well, it's been great so far. It's been everything that I could I could really ask for in a senior year. You know, had going through last year, we didn't really know. When we started the season, whether it would be the last one I would have, or with COVID, if we'd get, be granted another year, so just just having that opportunity to have another senior year—it's been great, in the way it's been going so far with my teammates, it's been great.
1: Yeah, and uh, and, and and yeah, it's been it's been a ton of fun. Uh, let's kind of rewind back a little bit and and go back uh, because you're you're the one guy on this team that has seen a ton of games in this building before you ever played <laughs> in this building. Uh, growing up here in Murfreesboro. Uh, who were your favorite players
4: uh, for the Blue Raiders growing up? Oh, uh, I have to say my favorite players would be, uh, let's take it way back, uh, James Gallman. He wore number three. James Gallman from
1: Knoxville Fulton, um, yep.
4: Raymond Cintron. Like Ray Ray, talked know, yeah. a Shooter. Uh, he could shoot um, it. I had
1: a message with him the other day.
4: Leron Dendy. He was up there. and You know, uh, and, and, and
1: mm. I think LaRon Dendy, you could peg Leron – Marcos
4: and yeah Bruce yeah
1: as being the three players that yeah. really that really got things going
4: yeah they did I, I've had a lot of conversations with uh with Marcos and Tweety over the throughout the years just growing up and stuff like that and they they kind of paved the way for how this program how it started not started but uh like you just said that jump that they that they took it to and you know we're just trying to continue what they started really
1: yeah I mean there, there's some there's some uh those are some great names of, of good players and I remember uh James, uh, James Gallman, when he would get going. Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> he, and he, he was just a little, a little guy, played at Fulton High School. And speaking of former Blue Raiders, you put yourself in, um, in really good company. Uh, you became the 34th member of the 1,000-point club. Mm-hmm. That was outstanding to have that happen. Um, and for those who like stats and numbers, that same night that you went over 1,000 points and I stopped you in the hallway after the game, you needed 30 minutes that night to reach 3,000 minutes in your career. And I looked at the stat sheet and you had played 29 minutes and 25 <laughs> seconds. But as it, as it, when it rolled into the, 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 uh, the career stats, as Thomas Donnelly showed me, that it came out to an even 3,000 minutes wow. that night. So 1,000 points and 3,000 minutes on the same <laughs> night.
4: It's a lot of running and, over the years,
1: and, and uh, so you're you're in that group with thir- with 33 other guys with over a thousand points. You are, um, uh, let's see here, you are also uh, in a group of with Tim Gaither and Kevin Kanasky, Kevin Kanasky, the all-time leading assist man here, as the only players in Middle Tennessee history with a thousand points, 300 assists. And 100 steals in program history. That's pretty good company, too.
4: That's pretty good. Yeah. You, yeah I'll take, you I'll take it? i never knew that was going to happen. Like, just, just even at the beginning of the season, I didn't know what goals I would get to accomplish this year or anything. Or just like, just I, my main focus was just trying to win basketball games, and that's what we've been doing. And it's just bringing success to, to myself and to my teammates as well. So just, just got to keep yeah. keep doing what we've been doing. When you when you decided to to
1: come to Middle and Coach Davis and his staff. Gave that opportunity. You were playing for Barry Workman out at, out at Blackman High School. What did what what did you envision as your role? as as your, And how did you see your career going at that point?
4: Um, At that point, coming out of high school, just, you know, that, that first year, it was a great year. I didn't, didn't really know at the beginning of the season whether I'd be playing or red shirt, gray shirt, and just stuff like that, because I was, I was, believe it or not, I was smaller than I was now. So, yeah, you were. Uh, <laughs> a little more skinny. I'm actually kind of big right now myself a little bit but uh yeah like you said I just just those thoughts back then just staying positive really that's what I've just tried to do my whole career just stay positive with with anything going on just not even just with basketball just just life and stuff like that just you know you never know where, where you'll end up at or, or or people you'll 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 meet you'll run into every day so you just always guys gotta just gotta be yourself stay positive and, and I, I did that my first year and Towards the end of the year, I started playing a little bit more, being being more of a factor in, in the games and stuff, and just doing just doing what I had been doing all season really. And then when my number was called, I was ready.
1: Yeah, I think I think every player when they come from high school, uh, especially guys who can shoot it, some and, and you you could shoot it. Uh, that was that was your weapon. Yeah. And and then what's so fun to watch a player go through his career is to see how his game and. And and skill package develops throughout the year. If you were scouting Don Sims today, <laughs> as opposed to Donovan Sims of five years ago, mm-hmm. w- what what do you see yourself bringing to the table now as compared to then?
4: Just just a lot, just being a lot more aggressive than I was back then. You know, like you said, I could shoot it back then, but I never honestly never really looked to shoot the ball. I like getting my teammates. Uh, Get my teammates easy buckets. I like I I like getting assists more than scoring. So if I had four more assists than I had points that game, I was I was definitely fine with that. You know, just just anything I could do to just just help my team win. And now just uh, when Coach McDevitt's staff got here, they kind of turned me into more of a scorer, and I, I really struggled with that at first. And uh, it's it's it's, it's cr- honestly crazy to me how I scored a thousand points. I guess being over here over five years, it kind of <laughs> adds up after a while. So uh, it's just it's just funny to me having that happen because. When they first got here, they wanted me to score the ball. And I, I I remember this like it was yesterday. We were in our first scrimmage. It was close scrimmage at Chattanooga, and I scored twelve points. I scored twelve points that scrimmage, and uh, we I think we won the, the scrimmage. And I thought that was like I thought that was really good for me. Yeah. And he comes to me the next day. He says I he needs more. And I'm like I don't know if I could score any more than that. Like. So it was just it was just a thing like that that I just had to go through and just just get more comfortable with doing it. Over time, I did.
1: Well, you know, everybody you know loves three point shots, but two things that I've really appreciated about your game and how it's developed: you're a much better defensive player today than you were a couple years ago, yeah. and that's all work. Yeah. That, that's just that's work and getting better. The other thing is you've not gone away from the mid range game, and I don't know how in the heck you hit that little eight to ten foot runner uh <laughs> with the consistency that you do i guess you a guy your size you've got to find a way to get it in there
4: yeah yeah growing up i was i was very small and uh, even starting high school i was like five two less than 100 pounds so just you know coach worman he, he really he really once you get into his program he treats you like a like a college player honestly because that, that's his background is college basketball and so uh i just got to you know just embrace embrace what he was trying to do for us at 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 a young age, like 14 years old, and and he really had us work on stuff like that. I I worked on that with my other trainers, with my dad, and and just you know getting in there with, among the trees, you know. Yeah. So kind of kind of frail body, so I didn't want to get in there and bump around with him. So I just kind of put up a little floater, and, and eventually I started getting better at it. And, and you know uh, sometimes I I forget that even in college you you still got to use some some of those fundamentals that you have that or that you that you've had over the years that you've gotten gotten more comfortable with over the years. So sometimes I, I just try to still use that and in the mid range, you know, everybody everybody's falling in love with the three these days. Three point three point shot's not a bad shot at all. You get you get it a lot more times than, than you probably do some other shots and uh it's really easy to take those and a lot of guys they really focus on shooting the three. So uh sometimes a little shot fake works works better than, than actually shooting and then and then like I said there's some big dudes down there, some trees down there. So <laughs> just stopping right there in the mid range is pretty easy for you. You just gotta Got to work on it and knock it down.
1: Yep. Well, I'll tell you, it's been fun. And for you and your teammates, let's take this thing as far as we can go.
4: Yeah, for sure. You good with that? I'm I'm good with that.
1: Donovan Sims, folks, the mayor (laughs) right here. Glad to have him with us. Appreciate it. Donovan Sims with us. We'll take a timeout. Coach McDevitt rejoins me after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the trucks of the future for everyone. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports WGNs.
1: Again, the Boulevard tonight. Coach Nick McDevitt live and just got uh, completed the interview with Donovan Sims. And what a great senior to have and a great senior leader.
2: No doubt about it. They, they don't come any better. He's uh, he's about all the right stuff, often uh, on and off the court. He's playing well, but uh, he deserves it. He he earns it. He he just does what you're supposed to do and. Uh, you do that long enough, good things uh, come your way, and uh, he's he's a perfect example of it. Absolutely. Speaking
1: of good things coming your way, Coach, it's time for five random questions tonight. So this
2: is a cakewalk compared to last week.
1: Oh, you you talked about how much you enjoyed last <laughs> week. That was fun, but you only have five, not twelve tonight. Question number one: Yesterday was President's Day. There was one president who had who was a tailor prior to being president. Do you know who it was? No, nope. Andrew, quick, you were quick on the, huh? <laughs> you're, you're, that's, that, huh? You're right, you're halfway right. Now Jackson. You got, a, you got a 50-50 shot now. Andrew Johnson. Johnson. From, uh, from Upper was East. Was a tailor. He was a tailor before he became president. From Upper East Tennessee, by the way. Okay, what, we talked about where you would like to go on a vacation, and that you said African safari. If you could go to a fictional place you've seen in a movie, Or where would you want to go? Where would that be? If you could actually go to that place. Hmm,
2: (laughs) man, Um, what's the, the, it was the name of the movie. Um, Somebody said it. Narnia? No. um, (laughs) Ah, shoot. I don't. I don't. I can't think of. I'll it. Go, uh, I, we'll come back. I'm, my, I'm
1: gonna, my fictional place, Margaritaville. Oh my word! So, okay. Have you ever? That, saved, that's a
2: real place.
1: Is there is, is there is there a street sign that says <laughs> it is? Have you ever saved anyone's life? No. Okay. I, I I'm not sure if I have either. I was no, a lifeguard I've seen, in high school. I've and, seen
2: it happen. I did. Have you? Yeah. Okay. I've seen it happen. Seeing somebody save somebody else's life. What's the one favorite piece of clothing you own? My favorite piece of clothing—is there a go-to shirt or pair of pants? Or, um, I don't think so. Okay, (laughs) not. There may be something I choose too much out of the closet. I mean, uh, I think you look good in blue with an MT logo on it. I do have a lot of blue. Um, I like a nice, comfortable pair of blue jeans. I know that. There we go. All right.
1: And question number five. If Nick McDevitt entered a talent show, what oh, talent
2: Lord. would you show off man i 'm dead i 'm out before the thing got going i, I can 't sing i can 't play an instrument uh, I, I don't i don 't know too many very good card tricks. I know one or two that most eight nine year olds can figure out. Uh, man, it, it if it's a talent show, I'm in deep trouble. Maybe, maybe shooting free throws that might be it. Uh, not compared to Don Sims and Josh <laughs> Jefferson, I'm not winning that either. So, uh, oh boy, now here we go. I <laughs> didn't even hear it, so I probably, it's probably a good thing. Uh, well, based on last night, uh, I was oh, told che- a cheerleader might. Uh, <laughs> 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 And, yeah. and, I, and I saw your get-back coach in here tonight, too. Yep. So. Get, oh, you know, Coach Long, uh, I was just saying hello to all my friends in the Murphy Center. That's right. And he felt like I needed a hug. That's and right. And he, he gave me a good bear hug last He's night. He's a good guy like He's that. a good guy. He's a great friend. All right. There you have five
1: random questions for the week. We'll take a timeout. Mm-hmm. Look ahead with Coach McDevitt after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play Big Buck Hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Tonight's show brought to you in part
1: by Trigreen Equipment at Trigreen.com and also by TOA. Visit them at TOA.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. And Coach Nick McDevitt is here for our final segment. Thursday night, you've got. Uh, You have the Marshall Thundering Herd uh, in a game you guys escaped up in Huntington. And then on Saturday, it's Western Kentucky. It'll be senior night, and
2: uh, it's a big week, huge week. Huge week, big week. They're all big. You know, this time of year, though, when you've put yourself in the position that we have, uh, they are a little bit bigger. Our guys know that. Uh, We know that, but uh, that doesn't change what you do. You still prepare the same way. Uh, still go out there and play the same way. We don't have to change what we're doing, uh, but we've got to play well. We've got to play good. Um, you know, we've got good teams coming in here. Uh, both teams have guys that uh, are really pros. Tavion Kinsey, you look at the draft board, uh, they've got him projected somewhere in the mid-30s, which would be one of the early picks in the second round of the NBA draft this upcoming summer. Uh, he'll be here Thursday night. Uh, Sharp, uh, the 7'5 guy at Western Kentucky, Projected in the 23 draft as being a mid second round uh, draft pick. So uh, anytime you got teams coming in here with pros. Uh, you can't go out there and slop around, and uh, you got to be ready to go. And and uh, Marshall, uh, Dan Tony's, they, they those guys are still playing the same way they have in the past. They they dunk the ball a lot. They they shoot a lot of threes, so you got to be able to guard the three point line against Western. Man, that's a rivalry game, and uh, it's the last home game of the year. We need that Murphy Center packed out, packed
1: out, and be loud, be proud, and be blue on Thursday night no against doubt. Marshall. Saturday night against Western Kentucky, it'll be Senior Night. And we will be back here next Monday for our final show of the year. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, Coach Devin with us. Thanks to Donovan Sims as well. Zach Woodard has been our producer. We say goodnight from the Boulevard as you listen to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: This has been Nick McDevitt Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.